So hello and welcome to the New Gig Podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Hodgson, and today I'm delighted to be joined by lawyer and lecturer, Dr. Yevgenia Vienajindite. How are you doing, Yevgenia? You okay? I have to be honest, now I'm doing even better because you pronounce my surname pretty, pretty well. <laughs> that was so the top... It's a, yeah, yeah the it's toughest. really an honor to be here and hear my surname pronounced correctly. So oh my <laughs> you did goodness. a good job. <laughs> Well, let's hope we can keep it at the same level going forwards. But I'd really like to begin by just hearing a little bit about yourself and your background uh, and to explain what you're doing now. Well, where should I begin? Um, if we look at my professional occupation, I am currently a practicing lawyer at the, one of the biggest law firms in the Baltics, Alex Velunas, and also uh, a lecturer at Vilnius University. So I am also giving lectures to students uh, studying law, both international and national students. So maybe this was uh, something in a nutshell. Yeah, absolutely. So very important and very detailed uh, pieces of activity that you're you're involved in here and it would be great to hear about you know your journey how did you embrace digitalization and uh, remote work as well actually you know i was thinking when uh, all this started with me and it was so much uh, before the pandemic situation uh, right. really uh, the very first uh, setup I remember when I tried to work remotely was when I was writing my master's thesis and uh, it turned to be that it's not that easy for me to concentrate when it is silent so when I'm in the silent uh, surrounding so what I did I used to take my laptop and go to places like McDonald's uh, like on a train or um, public libraries really changing the places from one one place to another just uh, to try uh, to infuse myself with new ideas and also mm. with new s- sounds and new noises that could trigger this, um, how, how could I put this? This peacefulness when I, which I can actually achieve when it is very loud outside. Okay. So it's really, it helps me working when I am in a surrounding which is not too quiet. Otherwise it yeah. gets too disturbing for me. So this is when I started my journey from uh, yeah. for remote work, yeah. Uh, and then it continued. You know, I w- I was writing my PhD. It I uh, just was uh, hopping from uh, one state to another. Uh, I went to to Luxembourg, then I went to London, and also had to keep a contact with the university here in yeah. Lithuania. So that means that you always work in the, with a computer, but also have a phone. So. You know, it, in, in this time of digital means, it's quite easy to do that remotely, especially mm. when you are in consultancy or research areas. Yes. Yeah. So the, basically started off as a source of inspiration to be able to uh, create sort of the stimulus from outside to give you the the, the focus and the, 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 the inner peace to be able to sort of write and work. And from that, and of course, increased use of uh, digitalization, uh, broadband channels everywhere. The fact that you're always available uh, uh, once you have your laptop, you've got a fast internet connection. You can be anywhere and you can do anything. Pretty much, I have to tell you, pretty much. But you know, in in addition to that, is the sense of this freedom, or I call it the illusion of freedom that I experience when I can work remotely, because it's quite easy for you to arrange your day then. It's, you know, I think that was one of the reasons we have this huge uh, 
stream of uh, nomads or uh, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like nowadays nomads or the yeah, freelancers. Yeah. It's yeah. the sense of freedom that you can actually choose where you work, when you work and from where do you work. So it's really uh, this, I, I'd like to call it illusion of freedom because it's still in a way you are confined, <laughs> you are limited, you still have to work, yeah. but at least you can arrange your day the way you want to. Mm. And I think this is important. I mean, from the research that I've done, that this is something that's been demanded more and more by uh, individuals, but also companies and organizations as well, who are kind of demanding this flexibility, demanding this freedom. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of this this uh, false narrative that has been spread that, you know, remote work means that you're not working. Actually, most of the people that I speak to and, uh, uh, of course, have uh, been involved in in my research, uh, they're actually working as much, if not more than ever, but they're having this flexibility. They decide more when and where they want to work, which is so valuable and important to them. Absolutely. And I have to tell you, even before the pandemic, you know, I used to work in the Ministry of Health, uh, in the Ministry of Justice, sorry, which is a public institution. So it also Mm. has a very strict organizational structure with regard to how you're supposed to work, that you have a fixed place of working. But once I proved that I am a very responsible person and I actually perform my duties and I don't miss deadlines and I can be productive from anywhere. So I was uh, allowed to this... uh, this freedom again Mm. from from time to time i could uh, take some notes which i had to read in order to make some kind of analysis you know it's a lot of readings you have to do so i took my notes and i i I used to go for example in the coffee shop that was outside the outside the ministry so it's really you know something that um I would say on the personal features, such as uh, res- the sense and level of responsibility is dependent upon. It's not about the yeah. where you work, how yeah. you feel about the work. Absolutely. And I think it's really interesting that, that that your case and your personal story is really interesting, Evgenia, uh, particularly because the fact that certainly in the media, uh, I'd say here in Europe and also in the US, there's kind of this... this uh, mentality and a a narrative that's been pushed that uh, remote work and platform economies kind of linked somehow to low value uh, low work but of course there's you as a lecturer and a lawyer who is actually making this work for you and actually uh, reaping the benefits of it too yes you know i i it's for me it's really hard to even to find some uh, arguments against that because when mm. the pandemic started uh, the uh, uh, one of the supervisors my main supervisors he was not even surprised and he said yeah yeah for you it's almost that like nothing changes because you just <laughs> uh, you know you just keep on working from wherever you do this yeah it's like whatever i'm comfortable with uh, of course yeah litigations, court proceedings, it's something that you have to adjust. But of course. it doesn't mean that you cannot prepare from some somewhere around the place, not, not at the place. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's what you, you really touch upon something important there. It's the mindset because the the technology is there, the the the, the physical infrastructure and the, uh, the the technology is there. But it's kind of the mindsets of the individuals, whether it's the people you work with or, or the organization in which you are uh, employed. They're almost the ones who have to sort of uh, get up to speed and kind of if there's anything good coming out of the current pandemic, it's the fact that people are forced to work remotely. People are forced to find ways of using technology to be able to continue and to be able to have an impact and deliver value it is indeed you know it is actually a very good point that 
for me, this work from eight to five was never an option. It, it, <laughs> it, for me, it sounds more like a prison because yeah. what if I am not uh, productive in that moment? Does that mean that I should still sit and just wait until this productive part of my, you know, ignite somehow? Yeah. I don't think that it works that way. Of course, yeah. there are sectors uh, such as uh, over-the-counter, um, let's say, people who are working directly with the contact with the other uh, humans, let's call this way. Uh, of course, there is a, a restriction. It's not that, okay, now I'm not productive, so I can go wherever. Yes. But if we consider there are so many areas nowadays uh, that actually allow you to work uh, remotely, uh, and it's only a matter of uh, self-responsibility yeah. just to say, okay, I am not productive now, but I will be in one hour. Mm. And to find this will to be productive in one hour, of course. Mm. Uh, but this is, again, I would say that it's like, you know, there is the shifting of responsibility. If yes. you at work from LT5, you're saying, okay, so now I'm, I'm under the supervision of my employer. So I, I will be focused. However, if I'm not under supervision, so does that mean that I'm not responsible anymore? Mm. I don't yeah. think so. So it's really a matter of a mindset. And uh, I would even call it a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a lifestyle and taking responsibility. I think you're exactly right there. And, you know, we see the figures that come out from uh, studies which show that uh, for 20, 30, 40 percent or, or, or above of the day, the average employee is just not engaged. They're not doing the work. So they kind of this presenteeism that they're sat, sat there eight till five, eight till six, but they're not productive half that time. It just seems so inefficient as well as a way of working. It is indeed. And not only this, you know, but the, the distractions that we actually experience at work. For example, yeah. I work in the office and my office is the angle corner. So that means that almost all people that passes, they see me. Okay. And it's so often that they just want to say, you know, to stop by and say hello. Yeah, yeah. And I have to work. So every time <laughs> if I'm concentrated, that means that I have to put my head up and then, you know, yeah. respond. Otherwise, I'm too rude or too mean. <laughs> it happens that I am like that and saying like, mm -mm, not now, not now. But yeah. still, it's like too many distractions could be also at work. And, and I think this is something that is not considered by the employer that maybe it is actually better to adjust to the needs of employee. Of course, once you get uh, or gain his trust. But yes. in other words, you know, why would you keep the employee if you don't have trust in him at all? You know? Exactly. I think that's it. And, you know, my, my philosophy has always been employ cool, smart people and let them get on with it. Micromanaging every single detail by sat, sitting next to them or looking, uh, checking in on them every sort of uh, uh, 10, 15 minutes seems like a very inefficient way of working as well. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. And at the same time, you know, when you are, concentrated for too much at in one place let's say you're, you're stick around in one place and you work it's so difficult to keep sharp so yeah you you still need to make some breaks right yes and i don't know from my perspective i see that break that i'm engaged into is uh, something like i'm going for a walk or i have yeah. some physical activity or yeah. like i i do the wakeboarding or i don't know i i go skating or something it's yes. just something that I changed the mindset because we work on the default mode networking. You know, our brain works in that way. Yeah. So we really need to switch, you know, to just push something and like a new button so mm. that it reorients and then it goes back. Mm. Then really feel well, like you're at rest. 
you, you are. And I think that, you know, there's the, the scientific proof shows this, that, uh, you know, the physical uh, uh, activity is so important for uh, mental stimulation as well. You need both. And therefore, this is a way that you can actually sort of break up the, the, the day uh, and maintain your focus. Uh, we see this as the example of, uh, of chess players who have a very intensive uh, activity and exercise routine just to just it's there to keep the brain sharp, uh, and this is uh, this is not just you and I talking. There's there's plenty yeah. of uh, plenty of scientists who back this up. So it just shows it's really important. And sat in an office for X number of hours a day is not conducive to this kind of uh, this kind of uh, setup. Uh, so I think people are being smarter and finding new ways of uh, of working. And of course, you've got a great example of how this works for you and also the benefit of your organization and your clients as well. Indeed, you know, it's like uh, what, uh, in addition to this, I also sometimes think about the fact, okay, we can all work, right? We can all mm. be professional and productive, but uh, what contributes to us as a personality is also what we do besides our work. And yeah. if you manage to combine this, this uh, gives a great value, not only to the person himself, but also to the organization that you work. Because yeah. I don't know, at least for me, it's more uh, important that I can say that my colleague is, a, is, of course, a professional. He knows his job. But yes. at the same time, he's engaged into something very interesting. Yeah. And if work actually does not allow to do this um, extra activities, it yeah. is with pity, I would say, because he's losing a part of his life. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Life's too short not to enjoy yourself, I think, Yevgenia. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's totally true. Oh, my goodness. Would you say, you know, you've talked a bit about the positive sides here. And I, you know, as a, as a, as a platform economy worker myself, as a remote worker, I, uh, I, I fully sort of uh, understand and empathize with the things that you're saying. But from your perspective, are there any negative aspects to this as well? Okay, one of the biggest aspects that I like, I don't really enjoy this, is speaking to the screen. Okay. I have to be honest. <laughs> For me, sometimes I feel like I'm a lucid person, you know, because I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the screen and there is this imaginary picture. Okay. And I'm not sure if that's the person behind that picture, you know, <laughs> the real one. The first one, of course, it's at least if you have a, if you have a video or if you have a, a, an image of the person, it's yeah, one yeah. thing. But, you know, when you just speak uh, with, a, with your desktop or, you know, with your screen and there is no person behind that, yeah. it's, it's really challenging. And especially I experience these challenges uh, during giving presentations in the seminars or conferences when there are like right. 100, 200 participants, you know, I had to... Yeah. Uh, to to hold this uh, meeting for uh, association of basketball federation in lithuania and it was uh, an annual meeting and it was around i don't know 200 300 people yeah and you actually expect some kind of resp responsiveness uh, once yes. you i don't know pose a question or you just you you wait for reaction and you know when there's so many people of course they are with your camera off so you don't see them so you yeah. expect that they listen to you and, you know, <laughs> and you just nod yourself and think, okay, I'm still speaking with a screen. <laughs> so I, I would say that this is something that I really personally don't enjoy. Yeah. Uh, if we speak about disadvantages, I would say that um, the, the difference between or the separation between work and life uh, really uh, uh, fades away. Yeah. Uh, 
And this is something that you have to be very strict with yourself and like mm. really willing to set some sort of boundaries like, okay, when are my working hours and when mm. is my life? So yeah. on the one hand, I see that uh, when we get into this remote work, they, this boundary, they, they, it's really blurred and you work all day long, you know, 24-7. You yeah. wake up and the first thing you do, you take your phone and you check your emails, even while yeah. you're in bed. You know, yeah. you it, and it's always like that. Even in, in the evenings after work, you're still checking yeah. the, 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 the messages or emails. So I would say that this is something uh, like this advantage, the biggest disadvantage that I see. It's not only what I see in my experience, but also with uh, other people. Mm. But at the same time, like I said, it's a lifestyle, you know, it's... Um, it really a matter whether you have a certain lifestyle and you yeah. adjust your work to your lifestyle. Mm. I think it's it's easier to adjust your work to the lifestyle than vice versa, you know, mm. and find the work and then try to adjust lifestyle to your work. Yeah. I don't know, at least from my perspective, I see that it's more challenging. I think this blurring is something that is affecting everyone. This blurring between sort of the uh, the, uh, the the professional and the personal uh, is more and more, uh, um, more more blurred as time goes on, and even more of a focus why we need to uh, do something we enjoy every day. They always say that if you do something you enjoy, you never work a day in your life, and I think that's probably a good way of uh, a good way of uh, a good way of looking at things. Uh, as well as, uh, you know, enjoy yourself every day and get paid for it. It's probably a good starting point as well with a lot of these things. But, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very nice fairy tale, I say, because yeah. it's in every activity that you do, there are sides that you like and sides that you don't like. It's 100%. like, you know, I don't know. It's like if you go hiking, let's say. Yeah. I, I hate those first steps because then you realize, oh, my God, okay, I'm just starting. And then I get into enjoyment. Like, then I'm enjoying this. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. I don't know. I'm getting ready for, for some sports and I have to find this will, you know, okay, now I have to do this. So it's yeah. really not always very a pleasant uh, feeling, I would say. So it's, yeah. I think it's no matter what kind of job you do, there will always be sides that you really like and some parts that you like less or you don't yeah. like. Yeah. So you need to be prepared for that. And, you know, if we, if we think about sort of there's, there's some of the viewers and listeners uh, at the moment, so considering more remote work or more of a sort of a, a, a platform lifestyle, and I think you, you you hit the nail on the head. You to call it a lifestyle. It's not sort of a, a career. It's a lifestyle which which encompasses the career, and I think that's really important. Um, but what's kind of the advice, hints, and tips that you would give to people who are considering this uh, this approach, this uh, th th this this lifestyle? I, I think that the very first question uh, I would ask to a person is that what you really want. Yep. And I think that that's the toughest question because then you really need to sit and think what you want. And once you know what you want, it's quite easily to uh, adjust everything you do in order to seek for that goal, to seek for mm. that aim. You know? So my, my hint would be to be honest with yourself and yeah. just try answering the question, what is that you like? What mm. is that you really enjoy? Do yeah. you see yourself in this kind of lifestyle? If, if you don't, maybe you should consider something, you know, more uh, physical, something yeah. that you don't need to, you know, sit. It could be different, different things. You could yeah. do gardening, you know, yes. you, could, yeah. you could do work in the fields. It's, it's really something that you have to be honest with yourself and uh, 
response to this question of, to yourself at yeah. the beginning. And then, of course, so you have a good equipment, you know, because sometimes even the, all those tech things, they um, <laughs> can fail. I had yeah, yeah. Uh, quite uh, <laughs> fails with this, uh, with the headphones, with my yes. computer, with my screen. Yes. So it's something where all these gadgets, uh, they are helpful and needed in this kind of work. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, just you just enjoy the ride. Yeah. I would say you just be honest with yourself, respond to the question if you really enjoy that and then enjoy the ride. And if you just see that it does not bring you any more of a pleasure, then just stop and ask this question again. Am I happy what I'm yeah. doing? Yeah, and then change. So it's a it's a roller coaster. Hang on tight, and enjoy the ride. But once you stop enjoying it, get off. I think this is, I think this is I think this is great advice. This is fantastic, and I really appreciate with your your, your busy schedule to be sharing your hints, tips, and advice here. So thank you very much for your time, Doctor Yevgenia Vienaljinite. <laughs> There we go. It is a day. great pleasure to see to hear this, you know, especially the emphasis of doctor and Vienna It sounds bizarre, I have to tell you. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm happy that I can hear my surname pronounced very, very well. <laughs> oh my god. Great goodness. job again. <laughs> Thank you for having me here today, Glenn. It was a nice talk. Thank you very much indeed.